0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ryan Coleman, better known as Ryko Fit, here with Evangeline Lease. And we are Unapologetically, Unapologetically Mindful. Mindful. Our mission here with Unapologetically Mindful is to change the conditioning in society that makes it abnormal to express emotion be vulnerable, and overall change the stigma behind how the masculine and feminine energy is thought of in society, all while being able to impact the lives of millions by assisting you guys become more aware with your states of mind, body, and spirit. What's going on, y'all? I am excited to bring you the first ever solo episode of Unapologetically Mindful, and also, my first solo episode as a podcaster, and I am ecstatic to, you know, bring you guys a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is breaking generational curses. And why this is so near and dear to my heart is because I feel like, you know, outside of my purpose of being here as a, as a healer, as being here as a server, as being here as a leader that's going to bring people up. You know, I also believe that I'm here to break generational curses and cycles that have essentially held my family down for generations and years and years to come. And essentially through my personal experience, I've been able to establish two different types of uh, generational traumas. And those two generational traumas are financial and emotional And especially, you know, within the black community, financial is one that absolutely kills us, you know, whether it's financial literacy, whether it's knowing how to invest money, whether it's the power behind ownership. There's just so many things in the sense of financial uh, trauma that really hold us down as a community, you know, and then number two is emotional trauma, and that's something that you know, really resonates with me as that's the primary trauma that I've had to go through in the sense of, you know, kind of breaking generational curses within my own family. And within my family, you know, it's like money had never really been a problem like that. You know, I always see my parents like working hard, you know, we all have great work ethics, you know, if there's one thing that my family does have, it's an amazing work ethic, you know, and just ultimately just drive in general. And I have a family full of entrepreneurs. So, you know, it's like from the financial side, like everything is good, you know, opposed to um the emotional side. And it seems like Not many individuals within my family really know how to process the emotions. You know, the emotional intelligence is really lacking. And that's due to the fact that you only know what you know. And unless you take time to really dive into, you know, the deep rooted issue, you're not going to really be able to figure out, you know, why you're acting a certain way. But just like, you know, in health, There's in with your health, like there's a deeper rooted issue to every single thing that this world presents us. And so many times we're just out here looking for things outside of ourselves and, you know, not even realizing that, you know, all the answers that we need and we're looking for are within, you know. And one of the best things that we can do with ourselves is indulge in healing. And to heal, like, that is by no means simple or easy. It is not easy at all to take that dive into your shadows. It's actually, you know, quite intimidating. And the majority of people don't even really know that they're experiencing certain things until, you know, later on in life and they hit this point and they're like, well, I'm already here, so I might as well just keep living like that. But, you know, that is definitely the mindset that you do not want to have. And it's also better to kind of figure out these deep-rooted issues at a younger age. You know, for me, I was fortunate enough to kind of indulge in my healing journey at about, like, 25 years old. I'm currently 27. So within these last two years, it's been a lot, of lot of healing. And within that healing from, um, you know, my childhood trauma... And which was really, you know, just kind of the lack of emotions. I did not express any type of emotions. And that was primarily due to the fact that as a kid, you know, I never really saw my father cry, you know, and my father as a male figure in my life was somebody that I really looked up to. So when I seen him not crying, I thought the normal thing to do was not to cry, Uh, not knowing that that (laughs) that really isn't the case. Um, And the first time I actually ever seen him cry was when I was about 12 to 13 years old and my grandpa passed away, you know, and that was the really the first time that I had ever seen my father express emotion. And even with my mother, you know, it's like she she could be emotional, but You know, they were both highly driven individuals and, you know, you could tell that they both kind of kept their emotions to themselves. you know, or, you know, their emotions kind of transmuted into something different. You know, like it'll turn into anger and that's the way that, you know, their emotions were expressed, even though that may have not been what they were absolutely, truly feeling. And that all stems back from what they went through. So I had to go through this period of time in my life where I had to identify and realize and learn compassion that, you know, a lot of the things that I I have been experiencing weren't all because of me. You know, it was because of the behavior and the habits and the things I seen when I was growing up. And, you know, so within that, I had to learn to show myself grace, but I also had to learn to show you know, other people, you know, such as my parents' compassion, because at the end of the day, you know, they only knew what they knew. But ultimately, what I knew is I didn't want to remain in the same place, you know, because I was a child that was very angry. You know, I used to bully people essentially just because I wanted attention, you know, and that kind of stems back to when I was saying, like, you know, we display these emotions at times. It means that we really don't want to. But, you know, I didn't know any different. You And it took me getting to a point where I was just, I hit a crossroad in my life where I just wanted absolute change. And I'm going to be completely transparent in the sense that I kind of indulged into a shroom journey. And I believe that shrooms pretty much accelerated me within my healing journey, like it expedited the whole process. And as I kind of indulged in shrooms, that's what allowed me to kind of get a deeper understanding of myself. And I think that that's, that was one of the biggest like negative connotations when it came to like shrooms and stuff like that is most people would just be like, oh, you know, they're psychedelics, you know, you'll go crazy off of them and all this and that. But when it comes to shrooms, it's they're they're really intentional. And if you have pure intention, if you have a clear surrounding and you know your objective is to heal, that's exactly what's gonna happen. But if you're in an environment, you know, that's crazy and stuff like that, essentially all it does is amplify everything around you. So you definitely don't want to be around negative energy. You want to be around good energy, if preferably your own. But with me, you know, indulging in that, that's what really kind of opened me up to a whole different space, a whole different reality. And that's when my healing journey really began, because it was like each and every time I indulged, I went through something that served as a lesson, you know, whether that was detachment, you know, whether that was bringing up emotions that I didn't even know that were there, you know, there, there's so many different things that they really brought to the surface and, through all of my experiences, I would ensure that I journal. So then it was something that I was able to go back on and reflect on in order to really kind of gain that information. Because for anybody that has experienced them, it's really an out-of-body experience. You know, we kind of leave our physical body and we're more in tune with our, you know, spiritual realm. And, you know, within that, you know, we have spiritual guidance, you know, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe, you know. We have spiritual guidance and it could be God. It could be the universe. It could be our ancestors, whatever that may look like. And that's what I felt like I was receiving the information from. And so within that, I just became extremely firm in my habits and, you know, my routine and You know, I picked up meditation and meditation was probably the biggest thing from an emotional standpoint that kind of really allowed me to tap into my emotional intelligence. And that's due to the fact that I was actually able to sit and take extended amount of time of just sitting with myself, of just sitting with my thoughts, of just sitting with some of my deepest and darkest fears that I've ever had, you know, and with that, allowing it to come accepting it for what it was and allowing it to be released and you know one of my best ways of releasing you know that type of um emotion and thoughts and things like that is through journaling you know i write it all down and i believe one day that you know i'm gonna have a very impactful book that i'm gonna be able to produce due to the fact of me being able to pour out this information um But yeah, you know, that was really, the shrooms was really kind of, you know, the catalyst for helping me heal. And within that emotional healing, it just, you know, it elevated me in so many more areas of my life. And, you know, it allowed me to be able to move a lot differently because at the end of the day, I knew that nothing was happening to me, but it was happening for me. So it was like all these traumatic experiences that I was going through, they were happening to me because that was meant to be an experience that was going to allow me to grow. But when we don't have that information, you know, we don't know how to properly use it. So most people, when they go through some type of traumatic experience, they just allow it to pin up in our muscles. And, you know, my, my fr- a friend of mine, Leday, will tell you guys both, you know, I will tell you guys best that, you know, trauma exists within our muscle tissue, you know, and it's something that we just can't get rid of unless we actively put in the work to get rid of. And, you know, on the flip side, I've experienced both emotional and financial trauma. From, from the perspective of financial trauma, that was more or less like an experience that I dealt with with a significant other in her family. And it was something while I was going through it, I didn't quite understand what exactly was going on. But to me, it just seemed like something was off. And then, you know, as you know, we eventually split ties, you know, and I did a lot of reflecting on that. I realized, you know, the the financial trauma that was being experienced in that family was essentially ownership and the family showing love through ownership. And, you know, when I was part of the family, you know, I was constantly getting gifts and stuff like this and presents. And, you know, they were constantly taking care of me. But within that, you know, they felt like they could do whatever, you know, they felt like they had control over me, they felt like they can talk to me any type of way, and, you know, it was even worse with their kids, you know, and it got to the point where, you know, they essentially were treating me like one of the kids, and I was like, no, 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 (laughs) I can't go through this, but, you know, I, I really identified that it was a serious problem, and, you know, even to this day, like, it's just it, it kind of it opened my eyes to a lot of things because I do feel like, you know, in the sense of financial trauma, like a lot of people do try to, you know, express love through ownership and, you know, think that you can buy people gifts in order to get them to love you. But someone is never going to love you just because you're able to provide, you know, materialistic needs. You can give that person everything they want at the end of the day. But if you aren't all the way there and you're not coming from like a legitimate, true place of love, like none of that is ever going to matter. And, you know, I think financial trauma in itself is something that, you know, really is a plague within the black community as well. And well, African-American community, I should say. And the reason I say that is due to financial literacy or the lack of financial literacy. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day and one of the statistics that were thrown out there is essentially the wealth gap between the African-American community and the white community is $300 billion per year. And, you know, that's just due to the fact that You know, as a community, we're not taking the proper steps in order to get to where we need to get. Because at the end of the day, we're in a system that oppresses us. Yes, we know this. But, you know, how are we going to break through that financial trauma? We have to break through it with ownership. If we don't own our own, if we don't have our own businesses, things like that, we're never going to be able to break like break through that because we're working for these companies, you know, that are causing the financial gaps within our community. We're working for these companies that aren't even providing us the proper financial information so that we can have safety for our future. You're never going to be able to break a generational curse or a generational cycle of financial uh, means by working a nine-to-five job. It just is not possible, you know. Unless we take the time to have that absolute ownership, you know, we're always going to be behind, you know. And in general, you know, if we don't take the proper time we need to heal first and foremost, we can't even take that first step into breaking a generational curse or generational trauma, you know, and that's something that is so glamorized in society. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. But you got to understand the capacity in which it takes to complete such a task. You know, it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take, you know, being the odd one out. It's going to take being judged by others. But if you believe that you have what it takes in order to accomplish that, then please make sure that you take time to get more in tune with yourself. Make time to, you know, take and, you know, gain more insight about what trauma you experienced within your childhood, what trauma your parents experienced in their traumahood. you know, take more time to just learn more about these generational traumas. And these generational traumas will essentially allow you to break free and once you break free that's when you're able to start breaking generational curses because if you're able to break you know generational trauma in the sense of finances if you're able to break generational trauma in the sense of um um, you know emotional intelligence you know that's going to make you much more much more whole as a person and as you become more whole as a person that just that allows you to be put into the space where, you know, you can serve and you can actually put information out there that is going to allow others to be able to learn and grow as well. So one of the most important takeaways I want you guys to, you know, have within this episode is a, a major key of breaking these generational curses and these generational cycles is through leadership it takes leaders in order to get people to that point where they feel comfortable you know so what i would advise you all is you know be a leader in your community be a leader in your family. It's not easy to be a leader and not everybody is built to be a leader. But if you know that you carry those characteristics, you have to do whatever you have to do to step out of your comfort zone so that you can be the best version of yourself, so that you can elevate as many people as you can within, you know, your reach. And that is how you're going to be able to break these generational curses and these generational cycles. But, Hey, that's all I got for you guys today. I appreciate you for tuning in to this episode. And make sure that you tune in next week as we will be having an amazing guest on. Not going to drop any names. You have to tap in in order to figure it out. I'll see you guys soon.